Okay, friends, how are you feeling so far? Have you checked out part one and part two of our goal setting to improve gut health? If you have not checked those out yet, please stop this episode right now and go back and check those out first because we are talking about simple goals to set in order to help us be successful as we work on improving our gut health so that we can feel better. Okay, so go check those out if you haven't. If you already have and you're keeping up with us, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode. Hi friend, welcome to Made to Be Thriving. My name is Melissa, daughter of the king, wife, dog mom, and a former elementary school teacher turned nutritional therapy practitioner. Are you feeling overwhelmed or even stuck in your wellness journey? You know that how you're feeling and what you're struggling with can't be normal and there must be a better way. I was there too. I started feeling that prompting of the Holy Spirit to dig deeper and he led me onto a better path with the right guidance that turned things around. This can happen for you too and I'm here to help you get there. There is hope as we put our faith first, lean into God's word and truth about how we need to take care of our bodies. If you're ready to stop just surviving and start thriving, you're in the right place. Whether you're in your car, working on your to-do list, or just needing to take a break from your busy day, tune in and be encouraged. Okay, so in part one and part two, we were talking about hydration and cleaning up our diet, really focusing on whole nutrient-dense foods, reducing the amount of packaged foods that we're going to consume. Those packaged foods tend to include a lot of toxins, unfortunately. But if we are going to choose packaged foods, we want to make sure they are as clean as possible because that will truly make a big difference. If you consume a packaged food that is made with very clean ingredients and compare it to eating something that is loaded with a bunch of toxins, you're going to notice a difference, especially as you're cleaning up your diet. If you suddenly have one of those items you used to eat all the time where you didn't really realize that it was impacting you, well, now you've cleaned up your diet and you go back and you eat that those chips that you used to love, you might notice some effects happening because you've now cleaned up your diet. Maybe you're not there yet. Maybe you're just at the very beginning stages of cleaning up your diet. And so it's going to be a process for you. I want to encourage you that as you are setting these goals that we're talking about and really just taking things step by step, that you don't put so much pressure on yourself to be perfect. It's really a process. It's not ever going to be about perfection. I'm not perfect in my diet and the things that I do, but I am striving every single day to do better and better and better. And so I personally set new goals all the time for myself, and I encourage you to do the same thing. But here's the theme of this series. We don't want to set goals that are so extreme and hard to reach that we feel like we're failing, we feel defeated, we feel overwhelmed. We don't want that. And that is often the type of goals and resolutions we see happening In the new year, people set these extreme goals and then very quickly within the first month or two, they feel defeated or they feel like I just can't do this anymore. So they quit. It's because they didn't take the right approach. Instead, they set these really high bars that are really hard to reach because other people were setting those very high bars that maybe they're able to reach. Everyone's very different. And so we really need to take into consideration our current circumstances, our health our individual situations going on. We need to take all these things into consideration, evaluate, and really set realistic, 
simple to reach goals. As we hit those goals, we can then increase that. So I gave some examples in the last two regarding hydration and cleaning up our diet. So go back to those and start taking one step at a time. Do not feel pressure to do all the things all at once because you are going to end up feeling defeated. And we don't want that. Our goal throughout this series is to help you feel a little bit more empowered and equipped in setting more realistic goals so that you can actually be successful and start noticing a difference in how you are feeling. So often when we're dealing with gut health issues, we want to run to a remedy, right? We want to run to something that's going to provide us relief. The trouble is, while that might provide us some relief in the moment, it's not long lasting. So we want to get back to the foundations. We want to address root cause issues. And how do we do that? We need to go back to the foundations. So much of what we are not regularly taught, we need to be implementing. Things like hydration, making sure we're well hydrated, eating clean food. That should be the bulk of our diet, eating clean, nutritious, real, of the earth, God-provided food. The other thing we want to dive into, because I've already mentioned it, a lot of packaged foods tend to include some very toxic ingredients that we do not want to have in our body because our bodies don't even know how to process it, which results in symptoms and issues that begin to happen. So let's talk about toxins. What are toxins? Toxins are those things that are not God created. They are man-made things or they're taking God created things of the earth and putting it in things that we should not be consuming. Okay. So there are so many different things out there and it could be from the earth, but it's not intended for us to be digesting or absorbing, right? Food, water, those types of things. If it's real of the earth from God, our bodies were designed to process that. But when we start tampering with it and adding fillers and Things that are not intended for us to consume, our bodies don't know what to do with it. And then over time, those build up and we start to have symptoms. Many times we assume that when all of a sudden we're having these symptoms, we're having these health issues, we start wondering, well, what happened? I, I was fine. And then all of a sudden this is happening. The thing is, it's not actually all of a sudden. It's been a buildup over time. But now your body's reached that point where it can't handle it anymore. And now it's basically yelling at you. So the noticeable symptoms are your body's way of letting you know something big is going on and it needs help. Okay, so when we continue to load up on highly processed packaged foods, inflammatory oils, uh, we're using skincare products that are just loaded with toxins, household products, all those things really build up over time and eventually we reach our like basically we overflow those toxins begin to kind of just overflow and now we are dealing with a lot of issues because our bucket is full it's now overflowing what seemed like oh it's just a little bit well remember that little bit adds up quickly adds up really quickly so toxins toxins should not be on in or around our body as much as possible. 
the first product I ever began looking into and switching out because I heard and started learning that these products were directly related to breast cancer. That was deodorant. Deodorant was the first thing I started finding out that there are ingredients in them that are directly correlated to breast cancer. And one of those ingredients is aluminum. Aluminum is found in a lot of deodorants. Aluminum should not be in our body. Aluminum is a heavy metal and it creates a lot of problems. In fact, they're adding aluminum to a lot of different things. We can find it in prescriptions and injections and things like that. There's a lot of heavy metals in all of those. Aluminum is a big problem. We even should not be cooking on aluminum at all either. We shouldn't be using aluminum foil when we're cooking if possible. In fact, the only time I really ever use aluminum foil is if I just need to cover a dish to keep it hot. As long as it's not touching my food, I'm okay with that for a little while. Um, some people won't use it at all, and that's fine. That's pretty much the only time I ever use aluminum foil. I don't usually cook with aluminum foil anymore now that I know better. Um, and so I would recommend avoiding that if possible, too. There's other options you can use if you are used to cooking with aluminum foil. There's a lot of other things you could do. Um, but aluminum is found in deodorants. That was the very first product I found out about and was like, wait a minute, I do not want that. I don't want breast cancer, right? Um, it's a common one for a lot of women. And knowing that deodorant is a common contributor to that, well, that was an easy one for me to think, okay, I want to switch that out. I want to find one that doesn't have that. So it started with that. And I started looking for deodorants that did not have that. And then that started moving me into looking into ingredients a little bit more. And then when I discovered I had gluten and dairy sensitivities, I started reading ingredients even more, but really focusing on the gluten and dairy part. And then over time, I started learning more and more and more and cleaning things up all around from my diet to my personal care to household products, all the things. And it was not an overnight process. It took time. And that's what I let clients know as well. Do not feel like you need to go through your house and dump everything all at once and buy all these new things because it's going to be super expensive and overwhelming. What I do recommend is making a list of the things that you know you need to start swapping out and prioritize that list. I would prioritize the things that you use on a daily basis and start working your way through that list as you shop for the things that you need. Start making those swap outs. If you have no idea what to even look for or brand recommendations and all of that, I do have links over on the website of all of my favorite products and brands and things like that. Most of them are affiliate links or just referral links. So I do share those there. Those are my top favorites. They're not the only options out there, but they are some of my top favorites. There's some other great options. In fact, there's more and more companies coming out that are um, creating amazing products, amazingly clean products that are not going to be harmful to your health. So I recommend doing your research. Don't just assume it's all natural, safe, clean, just because the marketing told you that, because there are a lot of greenwash companies out there making claims that their products are safe and clean and all that. But when you dive into the actual ingredients, they're not 
any better than the mainstream commercial brands you've been used to. It's just that these companies have recognized people are looking for better options. They're looking for more natural products. So they're using all those um, popular words. They're using things like natural, organic, um, just a lot of those different phrasing. You'll see it on their marketing and on the labels and stuff like that, thinking that you're not going to look at the ingredient list. But I highly recommend that you do. And so if you're wondering, okay, well, I don't even know what to look for. My biggest tip when you're looking at ingredient labels, and this goes across the board from food to your personal care, to your household products, all the things. I recommend reading that ingredient list. And if you can't read the ingredient list because the words are way too hard, you have no idea what it is, I recommend avoiding it. But if you can actually read the label, you recognize the ingredients, they're known words, they're known things that you've heard of or know of, that is definitely going to be a safer option. Okay, so many of the products out there that are actually loaded with toxins, you'll notice that the words in their ingredient list are these long words that most people don't even know how to pronounce. That's a big red flag. So. Go through your house, make a list of all the products that you, when you look at that ingredient list, you're like, oh, wow, that is probably not safe. Make a list of all these items and then prioritize. Prioritize the things that you use on a daily basis. The things that you don't use very often are going to be lower on the list, right? So that you can take things one step at a time. I would prioritize things like deodorant. Maybe uh, any of your personal care products, right? Shampoos, conditioners, soaps, uh, moisturizers, lotions, uh, cosmetics, anything that you use on a regular basis, direct contact with your skin or you directly inhale it. Um, all those types of things are ones you really want to put towards the top of your list and then start looking into better options. And you can utilize the links on my site or if you know of other options that you feel very comfortable with, go with that. Just do your research and actually read the ingredients. Don't just trust what the company says, but actually read what's on the ingredient list. That is what I would look at. I don't um, put all my faith in what a company says. I like to look into what's actually in the products um, before I make a choice on that. I don't like to blindly buy things anymore because now I know better. So that is my top recommendation on that. So we want to clean things up from our diet to the things that we use on a daily basis. We want to clean things up. And you might be wondering why would the everyday products, personal care, household, why does that have, why is that even brought, being brought up here? Aren't we talking about gut health? Well, anything that you're using on your skin around you being exposed to, it is connected to your digestive system. As we load our bodies up with toxins, it's directly connected to our digestive system as well. Toxins are found in foods and drinks and all of that, so that is a top priority right there. Anything that you're going to ingest, of course, is going to be directly connected to your digestive system because it has to go through that system, right? You might be thinking, well, my personal care and all that doesn't go through. It might not directly because you're not ingesting it, but it does get into the bloodstream and does end up connecting to the digestive system. 
at some point. So we really want to clean things up around the home the best we can. And remember, it's not a do everything all at once kind of thing. That's way too expensive and overwhelming. This is why I say make a list and then prioritize. Maybe you're going to swap things out as you run out of things. You can do that depending on what it is. There are some things I would make it a high priority. I wouldn't even wait till the items run out. Like deodorant for one, I would start searching for a more natural, clean deodorant right away. Keep in mind that deodorant is a very personal type of product. Everybody's body chemistry is very different. And also the toxic load on your body is what often is related to the smells and things like that. So if you're thinking, oh, natural deodorant doesn't work for me. I stink every time I use it. You probably have so much toxic buildup in your body. You need to get rid of that. We need to support the drainage pathways. We need to support detoxification through our diet, through our lifestyle. There are even different companies who have like a pit detox type of thing where they'll use activated charcoal and um, their natural deodorant together or something like that to help you detox out that junk as well. And then finding a natural deodorant that actually works for you sometimes is a process. For me, it took me a while before I finally found one. I actually found two right around the same time that worked really well for me because I struggled with that. I felt like none of them worked for me. Um, but I kept trying because I knew I needed to get rid of the toxic deodorants. So I tried a lot of different companies out there and then finally came across Poofy Organics and another one. I don't even know if they're still in business or not. They may be. I haven't looked into them in a while. Um, but I use Poofy Organics deodorant all the time. That was one of the first ones I found that I noticed actually worked for me and I didn't feel like I started stinking halfway through the day. Um, also throughout this time, I was detoxing a lot because I was making swap outs of my products. So as you swap things out, your body is finally able to start kind of pushing that stuff out. Um, so we want to support that. So deodorant is definitely a high priority one. I would look into getting a more natural, cleaner option right away. I would not wait until your toxic ones run out. Um, anything that is going to be directly on the skin, I would just start prioritizing those as quickly as you can. But like I said, you're not likely able to do them all at once, but I would just go through and just make your own list. What do you think is a top priority for you? For me, it was deodorant. And that's usually the one I recommend to everybody because that's a pretty easy swap out most of the time. Although it can take some time finding the right one for you. For some people, it's super easy. For others, it takes time. So I hope that's helpful. Start looking at those ingredients. Start swapping out those toxins because that can also directly affect your digestive health, your gut health. So we want to reduce our toxic load so that our body can now start pushing out the toxins naturally, start detoxing, start opening up those drainage pathways. When we start reducing the load, that our body is having to deal with, we can now provide our body the tools it needs to be able to start naturally detoxifying some of that on its own. And then there's also the times where we do need to support it a little bit more, and that would require a little bit more deeper action on that. But these are the first steps. These are foundational. Hydration, cleaning up the diet, cleaning up the toxins in our home, personal care, all of that in our kitchen. 
We really want to reduce our toxic exposure as much as possible. And we're never going to get to 100% because we live in a toxic world. So we want to be able to support our drainage pathways so that even if we are living a fairly clean, healthy lifestyle, our body is able to push out the toxins that we do get exposed to as easily as possible. Okay, I hope that helps. And we will continue down this journey of ways to uh, set goals for improving your gut health. So I'd love to hear where are you beginning as you start setting goals for the new year? Is it working on hydration? Is it cleaning up your diet? Is it reducing your toxins, swapping things out? Where are you starting? And just a reminder, don't set your goals so extremely high that it's hard for you to achieve. Start simple. Start one step at a time. Start two steps at a time if you're willing and able, but don't set it so hard that it makes you frustrated and then you want to quit. Don't do that. So set simple, attainable goals. Start working on that. Put it in a journal, on a spreadsheet, whatever you want to do. But I recommend start noting it down so that you can kick off the new year with some healthier habits that are going to really support your gut health. And if you would like some extra help when that, with all that, we're going to be running a New Year's Gut Health Reset group. And this group is going to be utilizing the Purium Lifestyle Subscription Program. It is a really fantastic program. It brings health and convenience together through a really nutritious green shake. Yes, it tastes good. I get that question a lot. Does it even taste good or does it taste gross? I've had green shakes before and they taste awful. This one is really good. We drink it often. Um, it also includes other products that are really going to help support drainage pathways, help support eliminating waste, just really provide your body with some good nutrition and support as you are trying to improve your overall health. It's great support for the gut with some prebiotic, probiotic support and all of that. It's just a really great all-around program. And so we are going to utilize this program. And that is your only investment, just investing in that three month subscription. And then that claims your spot into our gut health reset group. We'll have three monthly Zoom calls as well as a community chat support so that you can get accountability, support, ask your questions. I'm going to provide you some other recipe ideas in addition to what the company provides. I'm also going to share some other options as well to really help you implement healthier habits as you continue throughout the program and beyond. There will be some other bonuses as well. So if you are interested in that, check out the link in the description. And if you have any questions, please reach out. I'd be happy to help navigate whether this is a great fit for you or not. I would love to have you. I'd love to fill this group up and help you really start the new year off in a fantastically healthy way and in a way that's really going to help you long term versus making you feel defeated. We don't want you to feel defeated. We don't want you overwhelmed. I love this program and I want to be there to support you and guide you throughout. So please reach out with any questions. And if you're interested, uh, you can either let me know and I'll help you get that all started or you can click the link in the description and get things going. Make sure you use code made to be thriving if it prompts you for a referral code or anything like that. Let me know if you have any questions. Otherwise, I will talk to you soon. 
Hey friends, if this podcast encouraged you and taught you something new, leave a review and hit that subscribe button. The next thing you can do is share this podcast with a friend or even in your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us at Made to Be Thriving. Come connect with us over in our Facebook community or send us a DM over on Instagram. I pray this has blessed you in some way and you find encouragement knowing you are not alone in this journey. There is always hope and let's focus on making the progress that is possible. Information provided to date are for informational and educational purposes only. The information and education provided is not intended or implied to supplement or replace professional medical treatment, advice, and or diagnosis. I'll meet you back here soon.